Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Instagram, but uh, and I've sort of given up the whole clay pit of Facebook posts you can't climb out of. But my brain now thinks I ought to catch up on Instagram stories, but trying to get past an annoying advert last night, I accidentally clicked on a vote button, so now sticking out quite prominently in a sea of non-activity on Instagram is my vote for the best way to put on a bra. Excellent. Not today. Thank you. With Jake Yap. Let's crack on, yeah? Man up. Crack on. Man up. Crack on. Uh, later on, we've got uh, an exclusive uh, Richard Dawkins for you. Uh, we've got uh, banned Christmas songs and uh, who knows what else. But first, let's talk about uh, last night's TV. Last night, Joe Swinson. Joe! Well, Joe Swinson, you can say a lot about her, but she's no chicken. She went up the Andrew Neils there, and uh, this is the gist of it, as far as I can tell. Who's the gal who voted nine times for the bedroom tax? I am. And who's the gal who voted for the benefits cap? I am. That's enough of that. Uh, let's press on, because we have got a non-exclusive for you. Born-again atheist and raiser of hackles, Professor Richard Dawkins no less, has given us an extract of his latest webinars, Fallacies. Here it is. All right. Hello and welcome to another edition of Fallacies with me, Swingin' Hepcat, Richard Dawkins, daddy In the last 907 talks, I've been talking with 907 people just like me, funnily enough, all agreeing that religion is totally ungroovy and that God, however you choose to define him or her, is a total square, daddy-o. Skip it up and skip it up. Today, my guest is a comedian or a pop star or an actor or whatever who's anxious to show that they're actually really intelligent and they join me now in this church, now where the spoons are quite right too, for a stilted conversation that will barely advance because we'll agree on everything while I fawn over them in a manner that's positively idolatrous. Ah, hello. Hello. First of all, we're pretty cool, aren't we? Skip that. Skip it. I mean, you're cool. Yeah, let me just put my finger and thumb on the beard I've been growing, especially for this look thoughtful. Yeah, I suppose we are cool. And, and I'm really cool. But God is... Not cool. No, God is not cool. Exactly. 
and, and all this religion business is total stupid, Will, isn't it? Skip it, dip it, It's Ohio. Yeah, man, right on. Let's sit our privileged white middle class pulpit and pass judgment. Yea, verily, judgment, I say. On religions that might belong in the favelas, rescuing drug addled former gang members who never had anything else to call family. Yeah, because we're groovy, Daddy, and you don't need to think about that in cool schools. Who cares that the vast majority of charitable work gets done by organised religions? Right. I'm hep to that drive. I think I'll go on Twitter now and troll everyone who's broadly on side with me in the first place, achieving the seemingly impossible, dividing the atheists. Those cubes are wigging out, cat. I'm solid, gone. The hardest thing making this podcast is trying to judge how long you should leave something like this going for. Talking in tongues there, mate. I don't know. Is this amusing? Is it not amusing? There's absolutely no way to gauge. Are you all just thinking, please make this end? Or are you loving every second? Okay, I think I can probably work it out. Let's stop there. Uh, yesterday, we asked you, uh, what song would you ban for Christmas? This is after DJ Alex Dyke of BBC Radio Solent. Uh, angered some listeners by arguing that the uh, Pogues and Kirsty McCold track uh, Fairy Tale of New York should be banned due to its lyrics. Um, it's true. I mean, there is a sort of derogatory term in there um, for homosexuals. That's uh, DJ Alex Dyke saying that. Anyway, what Christmas song would you ban? Uh, Rick uh, on Twitter says, uh, Hi, Jake. I'd like to ban most Christmas records as they repetitively reappear relentlessly with the tedious inevitability of an unloved season. <laughs> but if I have to pick one to ban, it would be Fairy Tale of New York because it's just so bleak and miserable. There's something very cynical about it, isn't there? I feel like it's kind of advocating, it's like validating staying in a, a loveless relationship, isn't it? That That's the thing. Uh, Jem says, uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree with Futoni, Fairy Tale of New York, Futoni going it's overplayed and it's now associated with the sort of people who cite die hard as their favorite christmas film <laughs> see also hashtag banter merchants don't you start with the banter merchants i might do more christmas xmas prezi roundups tomorrow uh, nazareth jones says uh, on twitter uh, i would choose uh, bing crosby singing frosty the hoppity bobbity snowman uh, i'm listening to it on a christmas train Five times an hour, non-stop, every day, like some CIA interrogation. Uh, he phoned it in too. And anyway, the story sounds like a nightmare. He started dancing around and everything went nuts. Frosby. Uh, thank you for that. That sounds like you are in a very specific kind of hell there. A Christmas train. I saw a Christmas train in Peterborough the other day. It was very exciting, but I do take your point. Uh, Darren says, I would choose Merry Christmas, everybody, uh, purely for being number one in the year when other Christmas singles charted in inverse proportion to their quality. See, for example, Wizard at number four and Elton John at number 26. Good call. Uh, Jane says, I would choose, and I don't know this one. Oh, no, I do know this one. Elmo and Patsy's Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, no. <laughs> it's twangy banjo nonsense and trying so hard to be festively hilarious that it fails to raise an ounce of seasonal cheer. In fact, it makes me grumpy.
Okay, Jane. You all right, Jane? Who needs a hug? Uh, Julie, I want to ban Winter Wonderland because I am compelled to sing the alternate lyrics Walking round in women's underwear. <laughs> oh. Now, children, join me in the Yuletide classic of Kevin Fleming Wilson's Santa Claus, you so-and-so. Where's my blinking bike? Ah, yes, that's a classic. Uh, and Matt emailed, uh, not today at swanburst.com. He said, morning. Uh, I once wrote a Christmas song named One Christmas Closer to Oblivion. <laughs> it was a catchy number, but the lyrics were a little bleak. I th- do you, we should, you should send that. We should hear that. Don't you think? We could hear a snippet. That's me immediately putting in a caveat, just in case it's terrible. Anyway, he said he banned it himself. Uh, I think you should de-ban that. Uh, I would heartily ban Mariah Carey's song, All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, good call. Uh, Largely because she insists on singing the melody with a word-to-note ratio of one to six. (laughs) Uh, But also, yeah, it's like if if syllables were no... Anyway, um, but also because the video confuses me. It's just her running around in some snow, isn't it? I don't know, I don't remember. Anyway, it was only when I met my wife-to-be eight years ago that I started warming up to this whole Christmas idea. And let me tell you, this year I've even bought myself, bought myself, no less, a Christmas jumper. Wow, Matt. I don't understand how I'm feeling. You're feeling confused. Uh, he also relates this story. It's a nice little story. This uh, My wife and I took the kids on Sunday on a Santa narrowboat on Chesterfield Canal. Yeah, was someone having to listen to the same Christmas song five times? Were they? Were they having to listen to whatever it was? I can't remember what it was. I retain nothing. It's the lack of B12. If you want to have a go at vegans, you can get them on B12. Never mind the protein thing. We can bat that one away. B12. Yeah. Anyway, uh, going on a Christmas canal uh, was a lovely thing to do. Nothing says Christmas like a canal. Uh, Santa was great with the kids, and we were lucky enough to be doing so with another family who seemed really nice. Santa asked my five-year-old boy, James, about his Christmas jumper that features a dinosaur, also in a Christmas jumper and sporting a red nose. One thing led to another, and I said, James taught me the other day that there's a longer period of time between Tyrannosaurus rex existing and Stegosaurus existing than there is between the extinction event of the dinosaurs and the arrival of mankind. I know. It made me go wow, too. Anyway, Mrs. Elf, Santa's helper on the narrowboat, said, How do you know that there weren't humans when the dinosaurs were here? Well, I replied, there's the wealth of the fossil record unearthed by archaeologists and scientists studied for years and years pieced together bit by bit and independently peer-reviewed across the decades of investigation and carbon dating but how do you know she interrupted how do you know that we didn't exist with the dinosaurs and were made extinct and then came back after a bit well i said a little taken aback like i say there's an enormous amount of data collected that points you can't know She jumped in. You can't know that we weren't here. Okay, but no hominid fossils have ever been discovered dating from that period, which suggests, I said, aha, there you go then. They haven't been discovered yet. She folded her arms. Hmm, well, I paused to collect myself. I'm not sure I can argue with you about that. It's like this climate change stuff, isn't it? The world goes through cycles, doesn't it? It's going to get hotter 
then it's going to get colder. Absolutely relentless, to paraphrase Herodotus, she was. You're quite right, I said. But massive collections of, as I've said, independently peer-reviewed evidence suggests that we, mankind that is, not you and I directly, <laughs> are speeding up the process significantly, particularly since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, and we're making things pretty hostile on this little bla- Are you going to tell me we're not going to have another Ice Age? She was on a roll herself. No, they'll definitely be another Ice Age. We're due one in about 10,000 years or thereabouts. I was wanting to jump into the canal at this point. Like I'm going to be around to see that, she said, nose in the air. My wife, Jo, uh, took hold of my arm and squeezed me gently, reminding me that my blood pressure is being monitored by the GP. Honestly, L's these days. True story. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. That's a great story. Uh, well done, Matt. If you want to tell us a story about a Christmas trip that went wrong, uh, why don't you email nottoday at swanburst.com. If you've got something short, then uh, you can always do Not Today Pod on Twitter. As for me, the Christmas song I'd ban is I Think It's Cold Outside. Uh, it's a jolly old song about uh, coercive control. Uh, I, not really very cool with that. And uh, we, although, I mean, in that vein, tis the season to be jolly is quite passive aggressive, isn't it? Quite controlling. Anyway, uh, as for tomorrow, uh, I was thinking about uh, Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, um, the whatever he is of Canada. Shh, shut up. This is a topical podcast and I know what I'm doing. Uh, but uh, obviously yesterday uh, there was the recorded a uh, bit of him talking to the other leaders, including Boris Johnson, uh, and basically having a go at Trump. And uh, Boris Johnson said, is that why you were late? And Trudeau said, it was like a 40-minute press conference, hey? This is how they talk in Canada. Yeah, 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 40 minutes. And uh, other inaudible words were exchanged before the Canadian leader said with a chuckle, I just watched his team's jaws drop to the floor. And I was thinking... Trudeau's a funny old stick, isn't he? I mean, identifies as feminist, pro-choice, pretty progressive and stuff, but but did brown face. <laughs> and so I'm asking you today, I'm wondering, who do you have funny feelings about? Feelings you don't fully understand. Like, for example, um, I really like Kirsty Allsop's approach to homework. Uh, she says she doesn't think children should have to do homework. And I agree. Uh, but then almost everything else she says and does appalls me. <laughs> what about you? Who gives you funny feelings? Who leaves you feeling a bit swimmy and confused? Who says one thing that you really agree with, but you don't agree with everything else? Uh, why don't you email nottoday at swanburst.com or you can tweet at nottodaypod on the Twitter. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Do please subscribe and share. It does make a difference. And uh, the numbers are climbing, which is really great. If we could keep that momentum going, uh, then who knows? I may be able to buy my child's shoes next year. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Uh, tomorrow, I think I'm going to try and do another Xmas Prezi roundup. I'll have some sort of a song for you. See you then. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.